Here's what's coming up on this week's show. My brain wants to keep going. My mouth's going, nope, I'm not going any further. I'm stopping <laughs> there and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something you don't want me to say. <laughs> the Beat. Welcome to The Big Little Business Show, the podcast that helps small business think big. Hey, hey, how you doing? Welcome to The Big Little Business Show. It's Paul Mumford over here, the lovely Claire Horsley over there, looking fantastic in your frock. I <laughs> thank you so much. For the very first... Big Little Business Awards. Yes, I know. The first time, first awards, and uh, really excited to uh, be acknowledging some of the guests that we've had on the show who are going to be uh, our winners for today. But we're not recognising people for their skills or for their business acumen. We're just concentrating on on what well, probably the most important part of the show, uh, which is those questions that we ask at the end. Yes, so we ask several questions at the end of every interview, uh, such as your favourite biscuits, your favourite smell, um, or what the others, Paul, we say it so many times, I can't remember now. Favourite movie, uh, first person, uh, most uh, famous person you've ever met. This is probably the most contentious part of the show, and I think we probably get more messages and emails about this part of the show than any other especially over that whole Jaffa Cake controversy earlier on in the year, which we will come on to later. Definitely created some very heated discussions and uh, it's been really interesting to hear people's answers. And I think what's really great about it is they're completely unrelated to, to business. They really just gives us a chance to find out a little bit more about the people who we interview. So Yeah, it's, it's like when you go to a, a, like a big business meeting or something and at the end of the meeting you have a free fall and you just relax and let your hair down and have a chit-chat. It's like that at the end of the, end of the thing, isn't it? It's, it's kind of what it feels like to me anyway. Yeah, definitely. And you never know what you're going to get. So we thought rather than have a guest on for our last episode of 2020, we thought we'd let our hair down in a sort of office Christmas party type way and do the Big Little Business Awards. So these are the five best answers to the five questions we ask at the end of every single episode. Uh, Are you ready? I'm really ready. It's time for the 2020 Big Little Business Show Awards. Stick with me here. I'm trying to make this sound as big as possible. Five of our previous guests will walk away with the prize for the best answer to each of those important questions that popped up at the end of each show. Now it's back to your hosts, Paul Mumford and Claire Horsley. Wouldn't mind it, but I'm not even getting paid for this. Wow, very exciting. So five categories, five awards, and, uh, well, let's get going. Claire, you're in charge for the first one. You've got your envelope. Let's hear the nominees for the first award. What's your favourite smell? And the nominees are... <laughs> the beat. Hayley Rowe for the smell of fresh air. Tasha Thorstratton for cooked warm bread. And James Simpierre for pecan pie. Gilchrist Thomas for the smell of his own farts. <laughs> And Christine McKay for the smell of burning hair. And the winner is... Okay, so we'll just find out who the... Gilchrist Thomas for the smell of his own farts. can't believe I'm actually saying that out loud. Let's have a listen to what Gilchrist had to say in the episode. Generally, I think the smell of your own farts. I think I think that would be especially under the covers because you get that that you know that that smell and then mixing with the covers the duvet you know what I mean that duvet smell yeah yeah that's the one but never anyone else's. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Gilchrist couldn't be here to accept his award, um, but he has sent a message. So let's see what he has to say. Wow. I've never actually won anything in all my life. I um, want to say a big thank you to everybody who voted for me. Um, it's, just a, been, it's just been an amazing journey so far. But I'm just going to make it short and sweet. Um, there's only one thing, one person that I can um, thank, really, is uh, my buttocks. Without him, he's, he's actually called a he, I wouldn't be here today. He's been with me from the start. Um, and of course, without him, I wouldn't have won this award. Um, so thank you to my buttocks, um, Glutimus Maximus, I should say. Um, thank you, my A-R-S-E. Thank you. <laughs> That is only he could talk about his butt as a person. <laughs> He's obviously very proud of his buttocks. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Oh, gosh, hilarious. Love that. Thank you, Gilchrist. That was very, very funny. I guess we move on to the next category then. What's your favourite biscuit? Here are the nominees. <laughs> the beef. Christopher Lang for custard creams. John Lamerton for triple chocolate biscuits. Brett Sanders for Jaffa Cakes and Mitch Parker for jammy face biscuits because they always look so happy until they are eaten. And the winner is... Shane. And it's John Lamerton for the triple chocolate biscuit. So let's listen to hear what John had to say. There's a, a tea company called Rington's and they deliver tea and coffee and everything like that every, every fortnight and they have this lovely triple chocolate biscuit. So it is a uh, chocolate biscuit with chocolate chips in, coated in milk chocolate. That sounds divine. Yeah, they're good. How many do you normally get through? I mean, do you do, you do one and stop, or do you clear the packet? So I've got a routine around these. So every two weeks they arrive. <laughs> what you have? <laughs> routine around the biscuit. Love it. They immediately go in the fridge because chocolate has to go in the fridge, and they are predominantly chocolate. So they go in the fridge. Now they're in a like sealed pack. What I will do is I will probably open the pack a day later, have one, maybe two turn the pack around so that for the rest of the people in the house it doesn't look like they've been opened. I love this. <laughs> Thus ensuring that out of the eight, I get at least five. Fantastic, meticulous attention to detail there from John. Uh, now, <laughs> uh, John sadly couldn't be with us for the awards today, but we caught up with him uh, a week ago and gave him the good news, and here's what he had to say. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Claire. I have to say, um, it's about time that I was recognised, um, not for my work as a best-selling author of personal development books, not for my business acumen, nor for my good looks or sparkling personality, but for the way I eat my biscuits. Not enough people are talking about biscuit routines. Well, this award is going to change that. Let me tell you, you... Sorry, I'm... I'm tearing up now. I promised myself I wouldn't get emotional. Thank you very much for the award. I really appreciate it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was getting a bit emotional, wasn't he? Biscuit routines are obviously a very important part of his life. And I've never known anyone to be that meticulous with their, their chocolate biscuit routine. I just... I just open the packet and eat them. I can't see any there being any other way. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't even have a chance to see them in my house. They just disappeared. So well done to John. I think we've covered the most controversial one with the biscuit. I think it's worth mentioning before we move on from biscuits, the whole Jaffa cake thing. Yeah, I think it has to be done. It has to be done. This has been a 
a bit of a contentious issue, hasn't it? It came up twice. I think that's the only time that one biscuit has come up twice as a favourite biscuit. But then Brett Sanders said that it wasn't actually a biscuit and he actually had some something to back it up with. Let's have a quick listen to that. The court said it was a cake. Oh, really? So it, did it actually go to court? You're joking. It's not a cake. It was something to do with VAT. I th- biscuits are not battable, mm, but... I seem to remember this, actually. Biscuits are not battable, but cakes are. Something like that. I can't remember now which way around it is. But they are officially cakes. Oh, that's interesting. However, so, I could... They're so not. They're so a biscuit. <laughs> I, I could eat a Jaffa cake like a biscuit and destroy a whole pack. And I can officially confirm, I've looked it up, you'll love this, it did go to court. Jaffa Cakes were defending the fact that they think a Jaffa Cake is a cake and not a biscuit, and VAT in the UK is payable on chocolate-covered biscuits, but not chocolate-covered cakes. And the courts ruled that the Jaffa Cake is officially a cake, so it's VAT exempt. Got there. Right, that's it for that category. Let's move on to another. What's your favourite movie? The nominees are... The Beat. So, John Lamerton, Goodfellas. Dean Fox, In Pursuit of Happiness. Karen Lang, The Sound of Music. And Louise Simpson, Flashdance. And the winner is... So, the winner is... Dean Fox, In Pursuit of Happiness. Fantastic. Congratulations, Dean. Let's have a listen to what he had to say. In Pursuit of Happiness. I'm surprised no-one's mentioned that before because it is such a great film and obviously based on a true story. Yes. Well, that's another one to my list. Oh, Claire, you've so got to see that film. It's probably on Netflix. You should go watch it tonight. It's such a powerful film and and, uh, Will Smith is a master in it. Chris Gardner, who that story's about, I actually saw him speak live. Wow. One of the things that he does is he kind of holds his hands up in front of you with his two fingers and one of them, the right-hand finger, is severely disfigured, kind of bent. And he said that the one thing about the film which wasn't correct was when you see Will Smith making his calls every day, he's got a push-button phone. And Chris Gardner said, we had dial phones, you know, the old way you had to... Yeah, put your finger in the old clear, won't remember these. No. And what he said was that because he was ringing it, like, non-stop all day, it, it bent his finger. So when we caught up with Dean to give him the good news, he overacted a little bit, but here's what he had to say. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I genuinely, you have no idea how long I've dreamt of the day that I would be standing here as the award-winning Dean Fox. I, I want to thank all of the other people who were nominated in this amazing category, who I know desperately, desperately wanted to win. But as they say, there can only be one winner. And so to all of the other nominees... As Jim Carrey would say, le who the her. So thank you for allowing me to end 2020 on such an amazing high and start 2021 as the award-winning Dean Fox. So when Dean mentioned the film In Pursuit of Happiness, I hadn't actually heard of it before to be honest and um, as you you are fully aware I don't watch an awful lot of films to no. be honest and um, as we get the answers I haven't seen most of them however I was advised uh, by Dean and yourself to watch it and I did and it is one of my favourite films I have never seen anything so powerful oh really it's now one of your favourites it really is. It really, really is. I was emotionally exhausted after watching that film. It's a great film. So good. And the, and the yeah. fact that it's Will Smith and 
his son yeah, playing yeah. his son in the film kind of makes it even better. Goodness me, I was making notes of you know different sentences and sayings and quotes throughout the whole film as oh, well. So yeah. absolutely brilliant. So highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's one for the bucket list over Christmas if you haven't seen it already. And congratulations mm. to Dean. Right, let's move on to the next category. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Here are your nominations. <laughs> the Beat. Gavin Inskip for the time he met Elton John. Tasha Thor Stratton for the time she met Sooty. Andrew Crawford's meeting with Luther Vandross. And Daniel Tolson's meeting with the Prince of Saudi Arabia. And the winner is... Tense moment in the studio here. It's Gavin Inskip for the time he met Elton John. Well done, Gavin. Let's have a listen to what he said in his episode. I'm one to get um, starstruck at all. Not at all. It's only really happened twice in my life, and the second uh, being last September. And it was when I met Elton John. <gasps> Man, that's a that's a big one. That's going to take some beating, Gav. So what happened? Uh, yeah, so basically um, I went for a uh, birthday celebration in Las Vegas. You know, Elton John was playing in Las Vegas when we were in Las Vegas. We found out in March. Not only that, it's his farewell tour. So what are the chances? Never seen him live before. I think we were about 10 rows back, 12 rows back or something like that. After this song, my friend Chris put his arm around me and went, happy birthday, mate. And then he showed me his phone. And his phone said, hi, Chris. It's, I can't remember his name. It's Josh. But we met him before and he was the guy at looked after Elton and his artists and stuff like that. Uh, hi, Chris, it's John. Uh, just to let you know, Elton would like to meet uh, you and Gavin and say happy birthday to Gavin after the show. So when you hear Goodbye Yellow Brick Road playing, make your way to uh, the left of the stage and I'll meet you there. And Chris says two things. He says, one, he said, for that whole point, I was speechless and he's never known me like that. We got a little call and then we went... And there was Elton John and David Furnish. And I don't really remember much of it, I'll be honest. Um, apart from the fact I prattled on about the BA pilot strike, which in, in retrospect wasn't probably... I was just trying to find common ground, but then I realised there is no common ground. He don't fly BA, he's got his own jet. It's Elton John, yeah. Yeah, it's Elton John. So we caught up with Gavin last week to share the good news, and here's what he had to say. Hello, guys. Uh, Gavin here. Thank you so much for my award. That's very, very, very kind of you. Very. I mean, I would obviously love to... What is that? Sorry, what? Yeah, I've just got recorded thick. Okay, right, a bit. Yeah, Elton, I just. Sorry, I'm just hanging out with Elton John. I've got to go. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, genius. <laughs> Brilliant. Gavin Inskip there. Thank you very much, Gavin. And uh, that's a hard one to beat, isn't it, when you've met Elton John? I mean, they don't come much bigger than that. Perhaps borderline with the Prince of Saudi Arabia. That's a pretty big one. Mm. Uh, but I thought that Elton John story was yeah, so good. Definitely. Definitely. That was, a, that was a hard one. Hard one to choose. Now, before we move on to our final category, I think the question needs to be asked, and I know you and I haven't really talked about this yet. For next year, for 2021, do we change some of the questions? The thought has crossed my mind, actually. To shake it up a bit. Yeah. Go for some different questions. Because, I mean, the, the questions were based on an American TV show called Inside the Actor's Studio. And at the end of uh, the show, James Lipton always asked 10 questions. And we've just gone for our favourite and replaced a few. Um, and I, I think I think the last category, the, the, the question that we ask, always ask last, uh, has got to stay in there because mm -hmm. it's such a great question and really get some either really funny answers or some very profound answers. Mm. Um, so, But, I, I, yeah, I think there's probably room to wiggle and maybe have a bit of a change around for next year. Yeah. 
um, I think the questions are really important still to have most definitely. But yeah, why not change change them up a bit? Change them up, mix it up. Okay, so the last one then. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you finally arrive at the pearly gates? The nominees are <laughs> the beat. Marianne Page, you did good. Now come and sort out my systems. Andrew Crawford, welcome home, mother sucker. <laughs> Just got to concentrate. <laughs> yeah, be careful how you say that. James Sint Pierre, welcome to happy hour. And Chad Borquin, well, that was fun, wasn't it? And the winner is. James Simpierre, welcome to the happy hour. <laughs> OK, congratulations, James. Let's have a quick listen to hear what he said in his episode. I thought about this because I do like my real ale and my, and my beer and my pubs and things. So, um, so I think I'd like them to say, uh, you know, you're just in time for happy hour. We've got, you a, we've got you a pint and a seat next to the fire. And I did think I'd love to sit and have a conversation with Sir Michael Caine as well. That would be great. You imagine the amount of choice you'd get up in heaven. You'd be able to choose from any beer that's ever ever existed, wouldn't you? You would be, yeah. No, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be the longest bar ever. Well, they probably wouldn't even need a happy hour, would they? Because it'd be happy hour all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't have a happy hour. It's all the time. So we caught up with James a few days ago to share the good news and here's what he had to say. Hi there. I'd just like to say how overwhelmed and delighted I am to hear that I've been uh, awarded a prize in the end of year uh, awards for the Big Little Business Show and I'd really like to thank uh, Paul and Claire for all the fantastic work that they've done this year. I've really enjoyed being a part of the uh, of the podcast and also listening to the podcast as well. So I just want to wish uh, Paul, Claire, everyone at the Big Little Business Show and, uh, and all of the listeners a really fantastic Christmas and just say I'm overwhelmed and touched beyond... Beyond explanation. Okay, happy Christmas. See you later. So congratulations to James, to Gavin, to uh, Dean and John and Gilchrist for being our winners at the very first Big Little Business Awards. I've no doubt we'll do it again next year, Claire. Absolutely, but next year we'll have different questions as well. Let's just hope we are doing it again. Are we going to be doing it next year? We're going to be still here next year. Shall we? Why not? It's a long Let's time. A lot it. could happen in a year, as we well know. Oh, God, it does. This is the Big Little Business Show, the podcast with bigger tips for small business. So uh, I feel the awards has really been a, a lovely uh, summary, really, of how the Big Little Business Show has you know, developed over the, the start of, where was it, June, when we first started doing the Big Little Business Show and um, what challenging times to do it. You know, one of the world's biggest global pandemics, um, but actually listening to individuals who have gone through their own personal journeys and been so wonderful with sharing their own advice and expertise in order to help others to move forward has just been I don't like the word inspirational to use it too loosely, but it really has been a massive learning curve for everyone. I didn't quite know what to expect when uh, you and I first had this idea and decided we were going to do it. I mean, now we're, now we're 31 episodes in and uh, it's been great fun. I've, I've really enjoyed it and it's really good been, not only has it been great fun, but it's been, like you said, I've learned so much and I'm sure you have too from all the guests that we've had on the show. Every single guest has taught me something different. I can only be excited for what happens in the new year. We are doing it next year, aren't we? Oh, didn't I tell you? <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. No, of course we are. Um, and, you know, it just, for me as well, from my own personal journey, and I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people can relate to it, is 
if you don't know how to do something, just go for it and learn because this is a classic example of that. I didn't even know what a podcast was two years ago. Uh, yeah, and even if you think about six months ago, you'd never done a podcast. And um, I don't think I don't know whether I've mentioned on the podcast in the past, but uh, I have a radio background. I worked in radio professionally for 16 or 17 years and I've been broadcasting on and off since the late 80s when obviously I was very, very young. It's not really anything unusual for me, but for you, it's been a huge learning curve in six months. And it's interesting to go back and listen to the... I mean, I'm not suggesting you do this, dear listener, but it's interesting to go back and listen to the early episodes and see how much you've come along and how much more confident you are. You really have upped your game and, and it's so clear that you've learned so much in this six months. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I won't lie. Sometimes I've concentrated so much my brain has hurt. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take much, doesn't take much, Claire, does it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I knew that one was coming. But yeah, super, super concentrating um, and at the end of the day if you don't know just just learn and um make sure that <laughs> you work with someone who's very patient as well because yeah the medal goes to you for patience it took took a little while maybe at the beginning but you know willing to learn and with the right attitude and you've put off me so far so long may it continue yeah bless you i mean it took about four months for you to learn how to speak into a microphone didn't it <laughs> i forgot today actually as well. <laughs> uh, so before we move on i think we also need to say thank you to people for listening and the feedback we've had has been great uh, and the um different things that people have been saying not only about the show but about you know things they they want to hear from it in the future yeah and it something like this is very much about um I've talked about it before, you know, identifying a, a challenge and uh, adapting to that and offering something back where people can uh, gain value. If you want us to pick on a subject, if there's a question you want us to answer or to find an expert who can answer that question that'll help your business move forward in the new year, please get in touch. You can get in touch with us via Facebook, uh, Instagram or via uh, LinkedIn or come and find us on the web, biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk. But some of the subjects we've got lined up for New Year, uh, we want to talk about Facebook, we want to talk about Instagram, we want to talk about how Google works uh, and YouTube. And also people who are looking to start a business. So we talk about people who are in business, but what about people who are looking to start? You know, where do you begin? Um, again, you know, it can be really, really confusing as to, to know what to do first. So thinking about what you need when you start your own business, do you need to invest in yourself? to learn more skills maybe further venture into you know what you already know what do you actually need in order to be able to successfully start a business from scratch so I felt that was really important definitely so thank you very much for joining us in 2020 uh, we hope your Christmas is safe we hope your Christmas is uh, uh, is enjoyable whatever you decide to do we're pressing pause over Christmas uh, but we are back I'm going to look at my diary the next episode will be with you on the 4th of January so whatever you're doing have a wonderful time and in the meantime, don't forget to come and connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn. Uh, come and join our Big Little Business Club as well on Facebook, where you can get involved and speak to all our previous guests. They're all there uh, and they're all sharing lots of useful information uh, and you can connect with them and speak to them and get help from them directly into the club. Just go search on Facebook for Big Little Business Club and, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you in the group. And that's it. Don't forget, whatever platform you're listening to us on, uh, make sure you uh, hit subscribe so you don't miss our next episodes and leave us a uh, and leave us a and leave us a review too because that's really important helps the biggers up in big sh uh, help <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore helps to big us up and do you know what makes me laugh is when you do your face like that right 
Oh, I shouldn't say that. But wait, it, I can I can sense that you're having this internal conflict <laughs> with yourself. You're having like this little row, and the one little voice is going, "Come on, pull yourself together." My brain wants to keep going. My mouth's going, "Nope, I'm not going any further. I'm stopping <laughs> there, and mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something you don't want me to say." That's what I mean. It's like you're having <laughs> you have this little conversation with yourself. It's hilarious. Anyway, what I was going to say was don't forget to leave us a review because it helps to big us up in podcast land. There we are. That wasn't difficult, was it? Not really. <laughs> Not really. But you, oh, that is really very funny. Uh, well, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. It's been a long year. Say Merry Christmas, Claire. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Claire. You've been listening to The Big Little Business Show with Paul Mumford and Claire Horsley. You can subscribe to get the latest episodes via iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn and everywhere you find your favourite podcasts. Come and find us at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk and we're on Facebook too. Just search for Big Little Business Show. The Big Little Business Show is a PM2 Media and Excel networking production. Why can't they invent glue for envelopes that tastes like uh, strawberries or something? Nice, Chocolate. yeah, you could, you could buy flavoured oh. ones. Strawberries, yeah, strawberries and cream, or like no, no gut or nugget. Nogat. <laughs> What's nogat?